Welcome to the One Bitcoin Show. Today is September the 2nd, 2019. Strong hand. Be unique, peace, value your wealth in Bitcoin. Having hype, unconfiscatable. One Bitcoin equals one Bitcoin. Offended by selling, in motion. Five digit realm. Oh yeah, you better believe it. We got the best space, best guest in the space. Okay, check out all the links below. Hello, my elite friends. How y'all doing tonight? Oh, it's past 2.30 in the morning in Tel Aviv, but I've got the conviction. Hey, you got questions? Do the super chat. Type in Bitcoin Meister. I'll look at the chat a couple times. Uh, I want to thank uh, TV. He sent some super chat support uh, for yesterday's awesome show with Sarah. Check that show out. He said, wow, great HD camera. Thank you for everything you do for Bitcoin. You are welcome. And dude, I'm glad you like the... <laughs> we taped it at the Bitcoin embassy with my, my good camera. I do have a nice camera that's only used for pre-taped stuff and I rarely use it. Long story. Uh, and it takes a while to upload. <laughs> it really took a while to upload yesterday, but it's it's worth it. Sarah was great. You'll learn about the Tel Aviv Bitcoin uh, Embassy, the Tel Aviv, the Israel uh, Bitcoin ecosystem. It lot fun stuff, and you get to see someone other than me in in the room with me. <laughs> All right. So uh, also watch Beyond Bitcoin. That was Saturday's show. And Friday's This Week in Bitcoin show was awesome with Ansel Lindner. And I just did a uh, podcast at sportsmeister.com. It's linked to below. Audio podcast only. You'll only get it there. It is linked to below. Labor Day holiday. I know all you guys are recovering back in America. Uh, You're going to finally get back to work like in 12 hours or so. What a golden age we live in when you guys can take, when, when so many people can take four days off. (laughs) But we're getting serious again. Summer is over. In terms of business, summer is over. We shall see uh, what Bitcoin does. Uh, No no more excuses. Well, it was a holiday weekend. That's why the the price crashed, blah, 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 blah. No no, no more of that. So, yeah, I knew the – I could tell on – I think it was on Saturday even or Sunday – I wrote down five-digit realm already to talk about today. I knew I knew it would be back. I mean, this is this is so cyclical. It's so predictable. All these weak hands panic. Think it's the end of the world when it goes out of the five-digit realm. We're just getting used to the five-digit realm soon. Still, man, you'll see. In time, we will all laugh about the days of the four-digit realm. So, I hope no one was too impressed that it got back to uh, the five-digit realm today. It's if you got a strong hand. You should, you should know that this, uh, this thing happens. Uh, now, here is a tweet about uh, – what does this tweet says? 77 days. We've never had a longer period of consecutive days where Bitcoin has been above $9,000. That is from Alistair Milne, and that is a good point right there. And it just shows you that we're transitioning away from that four-digit realm. It's been se- – some 77 days in a row uh, that we've been uh, we've never had a longer period of consecutive days where bitcoin has been over nine it's been 77 days it hasn't been below nine that wow i I didn't even really think that hard about it right there but hey man you get (laughs) you take it you know all these people talk it's going down to seven thousand i i forgot that it was it hasn't been there for so long oh man value your wealth in bitcoin that's what i'm doing i mean there was i forgot what day it was was it I didn't check the price for so long. Yeah, it was yesterday. 
when I was at the Bitcoin embassy, is like the first, I didn't turn my computer on until like 6 p.m. or something like that. You got to live your lives, dude. I hope you guys are in- enjoying yourselves out. In- it wasn't a holiday here uh, yesterday or today. So, but it was, a, it was a good, hey, check out, check out the show yesterday. It was, it was different, different types. Of, it was, a, if you want a good camera, not that you should care. And I even make a joke about it on yesterday's show. Uh, and uh, what is this? 70% Bitcoin dominance. Yeah. On coin market cap. It actually got up there. Eh, predictable. Predictable. Uh, well, I, One day when uh, Facebook coin comes and all the corporate coin comes, it will go down again. But for now, for this year, expect a... Expect it to stay around there, I guess. Get, I mean, alt, altcoin, it's definitely not altcoin season. But I do have a uh, comment about altcoins in a second. Pound that like button, people. Capital controls have come to Argentina. It was yesterday. Was it a coincidence that right after that, Bitcoin started going up? Who knows? Who knows? I'm just glad I have, <laughs> I have Bitcoin. So if my country were to ever have capital controls, I wouldn't have to worry about this. And we've talked about Argentina numerous times on the show before. And they, no excuse, no excuse for them not to have Bitcoin at this point. Uh, they, it, it's been inflationary for quite some time now. This was predictable that they were going to do that. An article about it is linked to below. Argentina imposes currency controls to support the economy. It also said that while individuals can continue to buy U.S. dollars, they will need to seek permission to purchase more than $10,000 a month. The measures will apply until the end of the year. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know they're going to extend that thing because their current president's going to lose the election. He's the only one that had any fiscal uh, sense. And uh, yeah, it, it, they're going to get a, someone that is just a, a money printer or some ridiculous socialist type of person coming in there. Uh, so that, that's part of the reason all this is happening now because uh, they're preparing. Uh, so the real way you prepare, you can scream socialist all day about your, your next leader, or you just get the Bitcoin and uh, you won't have to worry about capital controls. You'll be your own bank. You can send value out of the country. And uh, yeah. Okay, I'm just, I was just looking in the chat. I see my buddies are in there. No super chats or uh, Bitcoin Meister yet. Hey, man, I'm just, no one's got questions. That's all right. Uh, Man, best guest in the space here. This is, I mean, this is where you get Bitcoin insider information, baby. This is the spot. You are a 20 percenter if you fully understand what this is all about, baby. Pound that like button. We are the elite here. All right. So, and I'm, I'm glad to see my elite friends. Biggest supply shock in the history of financial markets, as Chris would say. That's coming up. That's the, uh, the halving. You best believe you better know what the halving is if you really want to understand what this is all about, baby. Um, if you're a saver over a spender, and we are going to talk about that right now. I, I noticed a tweet. I linked to it below. It, 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 remind, it brought me back to 2017. A famous FUD line back then is like, you're not a Bitcoin user. You don't use Bitcoin. I mean, king, that was one of the king of the trolls' main talking points. And all these 80 percenters would cheer him on and say, oh, he's so right. You don't use Bitcoin. If you don't spend Bitcoin, you're not using Bitcoin. And I see people are trying to do this again. No one uses Bitcoin. No one, u- no one uses Bitcoin. It's a savings account, baby. That's a way you use it. 
when you're holding it, you are using it. And people like King of the Trolls, I think he understood it, but that was one of his talking points. But so many people that he persuaded into his Bcash, they surely didn't understand that using Bitcoin meant, you know, just holding Bitcoin, using it as a savings mechanism. This dude, though, says, define usage. My main use case is Bitcoin as a savings account. I don't need to purchase goods with it to use it. That's the line you guys use if anyone tries to FUD you out. If that FUD becomes in fashion again, and maybe it is. I, I did notice it on Twitter again. I mean, this all this, the FUD is cyclical. Everything's darn cyclical around these parts. Uh, all right. So let's talk about these uh, altcoins like Bcash. Because again, Bcash is an altcoin. Of course, it was a crypto dividend of Bitcoin. We got it for free. And uh, if you hold your Bitcoin properly, you get crypto dividends. You get interest on your Bitcoin. Insider information, baby. Uh, so CoinMarketCap had a tweet, and I referred to it on yesterday's show. You've spoken. We've heard. We will be testing a change in our ranking meth- methodology on Monday, September 2nd, which was today, to represent all crypto assets more fairly. Please see the full details here. So that is linked to below. But basically what they did is now their top 200, that their, top, their, their first two pages, all the coins on there follow all the rules very strictly in terms of uh, the measurements, uh, the, the, they're listed, uh, the metrics, uh, the, the various metrics that measure certain aspects of, uh, of the coin, how many there are, uh, the trading volume, how many the exchanges that those the top 200 are all the follow all the rules and then and you see the coin market the, the market capitalization decreases obviously from one to 200 but then when you get to 201 the market cap is is quite high of number 201 higher than a lot of uh the the top 200 but right at 201 it starts with the next tier that does not follow all of the specifications, all of the correct methodologies out there. So if you, to get into their top 200, you gotta follow every rule in the book that they've got listed there. I think this is interesting. This is a dividing line. This is help defining top tier altcoins or the top few tier altcoins. So I, I, I think it makes it easier. It's, you know, coin market cap, many people do not like it. Uh, but the masses do go there for the rankings. So these altcoins now have a lot of pressure to get into that top 200, to, to get all their uh, A's and B's and X's and Y's, everything fixed on their end. Make sure they're on legitimate exchanges and that they, no bloated numbers are on these exchanges. So we shall see how this evolves. And I do give them credit. They actually did this on September the 2nd, like they said they did so often in cryptocurrency. Uh, someone will give a date. They won't even do what the heck they said. They did it. The listings have changed on there. So if you're, again, I'm a Bitcoin holder, so I'm just watching this. But, you know, we, we the overall ecosystem, people like to talk uh, altcoins and uh, coins in general. Bitcoin being number one. Bitcoin's the next Bitcoin. And uh, so, yeah, they're doing this top 200 thing now. You're going to want to be, you're going to definitely want to be in the top 200 uh, to be legitimate. All right, in the eyes of all you altcoin freakages out there. 
Tord Meester has an interesting observation. Quite a knowledgeable guy, a guy that's been on the show before, a guy that's popular with the masses, but popular with the 20 percenters also. And uh, you, you should be reading, I read his Twitter feed every day. He has a tweet out there, and he's definitely in agreement with me that the retail investors have not returned yet. He says, my Twitter follow or number has been flat for months now. I suspect that once growth picks up again, uh, that I, that'll indicate the return of retail investors to the Bitcoin market. And I think it's a legitimate way of looking at things. He's obviously a very popular uh, figure in the space in, in Bitcoin. If his numbers start popping again, you better believe a lot of newbies are back or no, are here, not back. If they're newbies, they're not back, and uh, they they've heard his and you know they're bloating his numbers. So good observation on his part. Hey, but I am I am pleased at the situation that even without the newbies flying in here, without the new retail people coming in, that Bitcoin has been very stable around that five-digit uh, realm. And a, a, a lot of it's caused by people trading in their altcoins for Bitcoin. Who knows what else is going on behind the scenes with uh, entities buying it up. You, I've said it a million times. You don't want to be left out in the cold saying, oh, maybe the price will go lower. And then in a few years, you're complaining like, why does Bank of America own a lot of Bitcoin and I own no Bitcoin? Pound that like button. All right. What else do we have here? All right. No, no, no questions yet. But there are some interesting dudes over there in the chat. How you guys doing, my elite friends? Moving on. Remember, you can support this show. Follow me on Twitter at TechBalt, T-E-C-H-B-A-L-T. Retweet the stuff. That's how you support the show. It's great if you want to support the show. Speaking about Twitter, I retweeted something that I saw last night at the Bitcoin Embassy. It was someone's 25th birthday there. They made him a cake that looked like a Bitcoin miner, like an S9, I think. It was so cool looking. In America, people would pay like $1,000 for a cake like this. Trust me, there was that, uh, there was that show that was based in Baltimore, actually, a cable TV show. They, were, they made cakes, Ace of Cakes, Duff Goldman. Yeah, I'm going to, you want me to drop a name as somebody? No, I'm not, okay, I'm going to leave. I knew some people over there. No need to, um, they made me a, I, I'll stop. But uh, anyway, the thing, the, uh, yeah, the, the cake was awesome. It is linked to below. It looks like an Ace of Cakes cake or uh, whatever the name of, uh, whatever they did back Back in the day, back in the early part of this decade, I think that was popular with uh, that type of show is popular with 80 percenters. Ooh, let's watch Duff make some cakes. <laughs> oh, the things people watch on TV and the things people pay a thousand dollars for. All right. Uh, and and again, the, the people at the Bitcoin Embassy, they made that cake on their own. It looked like it was beautiful. It was so funny. I Again, it's it's linked to below if you want to see. Hey, hey, if there's so many opportunities in the Bitcoin space, maybe you could be a Bitcoin cake maker and convince some uh, some whales to, to pay you a lot of money for making a Bitcoin cakes. Hey, I just came up with an idea. Ace of Bitcoin cakes. And do it in a city that's a little bit more safe than Baltimore, I guess. Uh, but hey, man, got to love my Baltimore people. That's where I'm from. How you doing out there? It's, uh, what, 7.57 out there, which means it must be 2.57 in the morning here in Tel Aviv, which means it's time to pound that like button, bang that bell button, 
and it's time for me to go to sleep. So I'm Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, this Rump Meister. Uh, remember to subscribe to the channel, like this video, share this video, check out the links below. I just want to see if I forgot anything here. What was the title of this show? Or is it a taxable event? No, it is not, Robert. That is a complete FUD. I, I think I mentioned that on a recent show. If you move your Bitcoin, it's not a taxable event. No, if you move, if you sell your Bitcoin, moving and selling are, are, are definitely different things there. Definitely different things. But people, Robert, I understand why you have that question, but there have been trolls actually that have tried to spread, uh, scare people. Oh, if you move your Bitcoin, it's the IRS. Can, no, they can't tax you if you move your Bitcoin. That they can, maybe they can question you and then you can say, look, I had it on Coinbase. I moved it here to my Trezor. Look, it's there. Here's the address. I'll sign it. They, they can do they can do nothing. Don't think it's going to come to that. But oh my God, the show is being extended by Frank Frank Castandini out in San Francisco. You know, we Robert's down in Long Beach, in Southern California. Frank is in uh, Northern California. He sent ten bucks. He said, "Just want to show my continued support for all your efforts, reminding folks to have strong hands. The holders of last resort will be handsomely rewarded. Rock on." Yes, Frank, thank you for leaving us on that very positive note. And I am glad you support the show. And I'm glad you are down with that strong hand consistency. You've been a long-term supporter of the show. I know you're, you're very happy up in uh, beautiful San Francisco. If you're looking for a, ha a house, be it in Haight-Ashbury, be it in the uh, Tenderloin, wherever, can't contact broadcast and He'll be your realtor, okay? All right, pound that like button, everybody. I'm going to sleep. Bye-bye.